Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. The biggest stories of the day right now. Uh, Memphis basketball will not play again until Thursday. Uh, but Penny did have his radio show last night out at Brookhaven. And it was just, it's always, I think, an interesting window into, um, you know, just his mindset. And I don't think you ever have to really guess, right? You don't ever have to really wonder is, uh, you know, how Penny's feeling. (laughs) He lets you know. Uh, and, uh, and it's been a little bit of a back and forth season. There's no doubt about that. But last night, um, you know, he had a few things to say. He talked about fan criticism. He said, to be realistic, losing four games in a row, it's devastating. With this group, it's unacceptable. Then we go to Texas and take two steps back. So the scrutiny, it was warranted. That's the way he put it. It was warranted um, from, uh, you know, fans. And, and I don't know if he is sort of lumping in media into that. But um, I, I, I kind of found that interesting. You know, I don't know if he would. Yeah, because remember there was a time early this season where he said, Coming down too hard. These are right. these are kids. Right and after earlier in the season, saying they got to be better. You know, he said at one point too that the outside pressures were too much. Yes, uh, if if that's the way to put it. Yes. So uh, that's that was interesting that he said that, and then you know several players showed up to the uh, radio show last night. And Penny said, this week showed that the guys are unified by being here tonight and coming out this week and playing really hard and showing the city that we appreciate you guys that are hanging in there with us. So, look, um, I I, I, uh, I heard somebody talking about it on, on the field in the 68 show yesterday that the chances of, of Memphis getting uh, into the tournament as an at-large are the same chances that somebody has of, you know, beating Cam Newton one-on-one, mm. which is to say not great. Or really, any chance? I don't know if I would agree with that. I think I would guess that Memphis getting into the tournament, you have a better chance of that happening than beating Cam Newton in a one-on-one. Would that would be my guess? Because I think Memphis has a one percent chance. I don't think uh, you would have a one percent chance against Cam Newton. Um, I think it would get interesting if Memphis wins the next three. And again, that's a, doing a lot. But I'm just saying, if they win the next three. Which in, which is going to include a a win at FAU, and I'm just not convinced about this FAU team anymore. I'm I'm out on them. Um, then you win. I mean, it just depends. I don't know if you're going to be top four or not. So that's gonna de- that's gonna depend. You you don't control your destiny there, right? So just winning, going three out, does not right. assure you of. But of being you could. Up there. I mean, they some you know somebody could. It's still possible. Drop the ball. 
But let's just assume that they don't get top four. How about that? Yes. Even with even if they win the next. Yes, three. it's going to be hard to do so. Um, if they win three games in the AAC tournament, one of those games is for sure going to be a quad one. I would I would I would guess. So if you if if Memphis can win six more games, <laughs> you know, it puts them at twenty six and eight. That's a tournament. That's a tournament record. I mean, to me. At the tournament record, twenty six and nine is what you would be. Mm-hmm. That would be a hard one to swallow if you can't get it at twenty six and nine. Having having you know you, you again you you'd, you'd have picked up two more quad one wins because we're stipulating that you're beating FAU on the road and then you're bit, you're picking up one more in the semis is is again we're stip- so and then you have a quad one loss in the in the AAC championship game to either SMU or FAU or you know uh, is North Texas still quad one on a neutral. That's top seventy-five, right? Um, I'm not sure if no, where North Texas is in the. They've fallen the anymore. Yeah, they've fallen. So I, again, I'm assuming that that loss in the title game is is quad uh, one. What, what are you trying to patch together this at 86. large case for? Well, that's just what it would require. All this hope and dreaming. You. That's doing. just what it would require. Okay. It is. It is a lot. Okay. I mean, when yeah, I start yeah, I mean, talking about it, yeah, like, it gets well, long. Damn, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and this. You didn't even get into it, you know. It's not just winning two or three or three or four. It's winning damn six in a row. It's like going on a damn tournament run. Man, y'all better pray this Malco thing is just Malco. Well, I don't know anything. Nobody talking about that. That went dead yesterday, but it's not dead. Well, yeah. Until we're all, we until we know on, for brother. sure what's what's happening. You just act like Malco gone and that's it. Team just going to move on. I don't if know. If that's it, that might you might be okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. In terms of your dream scenario here. Yeah. What a beautiful picture you just painted. Well, I'm not of the Tigers it's being happen. back in at-large contention on well, Selection they came Sunday to the radio show. after a runner-up finish in the AAC tournament. They came to the radio show. Who did that, we lose to in the in the title game? I mean, one of FAU, SMU, or uh, you know USF. One of those two. Yeah. I don't think you can lose to USF. That's a quad two. Okay. So you have to beat them. I'm sorry. You have to. You, you know, this is a beautiful painting. It's it's just. Have you seen Mia Culpa yet? When I sh- no, when I saw the t- the team go out to the radio show last night, that's when it hit me. That's when, <laughs> that's when I knew. Well, I don't understand what's so funny, man. It was it was a beautiful thing. We just saying that was cap. You can't go back to it now. No. Now you believe in it. And it was the sign. It was the final sign for you, dude. It was unity, brother. It was teamwork. It was it was beautiful, man. It was like you know, brothers in arms. You know, man. Probably paid them folks some extra nil to come out. I gave everybody extra. There's hundred. no way we have any. Gave NIL everybody an extra hundred and extra hundred in dinner. I mean, they could have gotten that. That's definitely fair. Somebody got got a free dinner from Brookhaven, man. They're oh, like, they're together. Need to get together behind Naquan Tomlin and David Jones. Agreed. I mean, that's you. The key. Everybody understands that. Okay, we're gonna be all right. And you can't you can't have bad Quinterly. And he uh, credit to him after a slow shooting start, mm-hmm. he played well. He did because it's kind of been in or out, but he played well down the stretch. So yeah, need more of that, John. Need more. I need more to believe it, brother. But I'm happy you're starting to believe. I think the rock's rubbing off on you. I, I don't know a, if I would I think say his appearance I, is making you just a little bit more optimistic and joyful. I wouldn't say if I. I wouldn't necessarily say I believe. I would just say like. There are there are things like after that SMU loss, a whole hell of a lot of things could have happened. They could have come out against FAU and laid down. They could have not shown up at the radio show. That all could have happened, you know. Penny says they're working towards something. They're working towards something, man. 
They're working towards improving. Might be toward an NIT invitation. Well, look, and 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 y'all need to y'all need to understand once again that they are accepting that if they get it. Oh, you mean me? Not you. Well, I, I'm one of those that wouldn't understand it. Well, they're going to accept it, even if you are not even a host. Yes. Well, why would you not be a host? If you've just bumbled, fumbled down the stretch and your dream scenario didn't happen. Well, you're still going to be a if you're if you know if you're a 24, 25 win team, you're going to be pretty high up on that on that seed line. You're going to be a host, I would think. I mean, that would be that would just, you're not even getting a home game out of the NIT, bro. Just burn it down. Thirty five hundred. Oh yeah. Because the NCAA you ain't making tournament, a whole lot of money. Because the NCAA that tournament thing. is happening in your building the same week, bro. Did. I mean, that's that's like that is the like I told you why I still wouldn't understand it. You'd have to keep explaining it to me. Because what what great revenue are you going to pull off of thirty five hundred or whatever? Well, more than you would have otherwise. That thirty five hundred dollars, thirty five hundred dollars. You know, I mean, that could go towards somebody. Uh, I mean, you just think Memphis got unlimited nil. They still get nil in February out here. That no wonder kids want to play here. I think we should do a rally for the rest of the season. Can we put a little something together for the rest of the year nil wise? From a collective standpoint, we got to get these to give them a little, the a little extra to play for, bro, to keep the unity, because that's where we're at in college basketball. I just can't do it, man. I can't okay. do it. I all can't. Right. I mean, the deals were agreed upon. All right, you get what you get. Okay. Now, was Caleb? Caleb Mills was there. Our Jordan, he was there last night. So, brothers is trying to. I pray for him. He, you know, he's he just learned how to walk again. Mm-hmm. So for his, the rest of his career, you know. And I, it sounds like the medical is going to be hard to do, right? A medical waiver, oh, a hardship right? waiver. I don't, it just feels like he played too much of the season. So we don't think he'll be back. I, I, it's going to be tough. I think they're going people. They're going to try. I think. Okay. But it, but I think medical. It, it'll have to be a hardship. I think because I think he played too much for a medical. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the Tigers are unified, more stronger than ever, better together, uh, and hopefully that equates to a miraculous run here to end the season. Next story. Uh, a little bit of an extension of a conversation we had last week. Now, John, you weren't here for it, but uh, I am curious to get your take because LeBron has weighed in again, uh, this time on Bronny's draft projection. A story over at The Athletic. Uh, LeBron says, let the kid be a kid. It's funny. LeBron is funny with this stuff. Uh, but he shared his thoughts. He shared his thoughts on the chatter surrounding his son Bronny's readiness for the NBA, writing on social media, Yesterday, can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? And since deleted, reading again from the athletic story, and since deleted posts on X, formerly known as Twitter, why did I read that part? LeBron wrote in response to a post citing report that ESPN removed Bronny from its 2024 NBA mock draft and instead now has him projected to be selected in the 2025 draft. This is what Bron tweeted. The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft said. He just works. That works is in all caps. Earned, not given. And to all the other kids out here striving to be great, just keep your head down, blinders on, and keep grinding. These mock drafts doesn't matter one bit. I want to say don't there. I promise you, only the work matters. Work, again in caps. Let's talk real basketball people. And this is funny because... We were just having the conversation last week. The Athletic had reported that the Lakers were kicking around the idea of adding Bronny next season just to keep LeBron happy. 
Uh, so we were talking, it literally was the same advice that I had given LeBron. Like, let your kid be a kid. We had said it last week. Uh, let this thing bake. It's obvious he's averaging five points for USC, uh, at times barely playing. It's obvious he needs more time. And that report indicated, you know, and LeBron has made it clear. And, and that's the other part of this. Jeff pointed to it, too. If And we remember here, because it was after a loss to the Grizzlies, LeBron said his kid was ready to play in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. For the Lakers, he said his kid could play for. And then he added the words, easy. And so it's it's the father that has put this pressure on and felt like he's trying to fast-forward fast this thing. And to Bronny's credit, he caught up there for a little while. Before the before the cardiac arrest situation, he, he was mocked as a lottery pick. You know what? And he had earned it. He had earned it. He had worked his way up from the grassroots, everything else. The way he had done it, the defensive player he became, always been high IQ. But the guy was making plays as a point guard. He had earned that. Obviously, since the cardiac. Now, now you know, he's dropped since then. But also this season at USC has dropped. But my point, LeBron is funny with this. He was the one applying pressure, telling everyone that Bronny's ready, almost pushing the fast forward button on it. And now he's telling us all, like, we were the ones doing it to stop and slow down and let him be a kid. I, my point, I hope he sticks to his own advice. Yeah. The, it's, it's what he's saying that he needs to now yeah. adopt that mindset. I need to let this kid bake. I need to let him. Frankly, it's what I said last week. Let him live his own destiny, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whether it's playing with you or not. But more importantly, man, developing right now, getting through the, the health situation. Uh, and it's reestablishing yourself as something that, you know, franchises feels pretty safe that they, you know, will, will invest in. Uh, in terms of his future with his with with the heart condition, and so, um, man, I, LeBron does this though with the posturing and everything else. A lot of times he's pointing the finger at somebody else when that 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 finger should be pointed right back at him. So so, to bottom line is no, LeBron, you let the kid be a kid, and uh, everybody will be fine off for it. And maybe again, your son will have that career that uh, you you should be allowing him to have on his own. I agree. Yeah, the tweet you're you're talking about specifically. Yeah. Was man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Ish, lightweight, hilarious. I mean, and he can't even average well, the, 10 no, ag- Well, the, okay, you got that one. You added one. I'm looking at one right here that was after the 127 113 loss to the Grizzlies. Uh, according to Claire DeLune, an NBA contributor for The Guardian, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly, during AD's availability, Austin asked LeBron about Bronny's game tomorrow and if he'd be starting. LeBron said he thought it was time and loudly said he could play for us right now. Easy. Easy. That's the one that came right after the the loss to the to the Grizzlies. So there's two. Yeah, he's been saying it for a while. He's the one that's been saying this. Yeah. And now he's telling us to back off, I, I, let I, I, my kid be a kid. I think he deleted the tweet. He deleted the he deleted these one these ones from yesterday from yeah. Monday too according to this athletic store. Yeah, he deleted. I haven't looked. I haven't looked personally. Because honestly, like, like of all people, LeBron is the guy that should just not even entertain that, right? Like, because it was the it was a it was a re, like, as you said it was a reposting of Bronny being t- moved from twenty twenty four to twenty twenty five. Yes. So of all people, bro, you should just be able to ignore that. But it's clear he. I'm glad you went there. It's clear he's sensitive to that. No question. With the way he responded here. Going against everything, you know, basically trying to change the narrative, go uh, uh, turn it the other way. When you're the one that's been driving, the one that's he that he's ready up to this, uh, even up to this season, still saying it. So, so like I said, so what happens is we we all figured out he's not. You drop him back to 25, and LeBron's sensitive. LeBron gets sensitive about that. It's just it's the it, it he's funny like that, but you you it's it's so easy to read through it. He ma- he makes it so obvious. Uh, just wish again he would heed his own advice here. Yeah, um, 
It's it's not an e you know look I it's 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 Bronny has a great life. Bronny has a life that any kid would uh, you know be blessed beyond. He doesn't need to, to rush the kid. Don't need to rush the kid to try to be the Griffies. But it is not. I imagine it's not all easy um, because there is you know Bronny his successes and his failures as a human being are going to be magnified in a way that our children's are not going to be, and that's hard psychologically. If I don't make it in the game of basketball, I'm a failure. I'm a, I'm a, I've let down my generation. I've done, you know, that's a, that's a hard thing for a young person to deal with. Um, and Bronny didn't ask for that. You know, his dad kind of put it on him. And so <clears throat> I, I do sympathize with him in that way. If he was any other college basketball player, we wouldn't even be talking about this. We wouldn't even be, you know, he was just a, if his name was, you know, uh, uh, Austin Jones, and, and and he was a kid that was twenty four to twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like we would just, it would not even come up on the rundown. It would just be like, oh, a disappointing season. Move on, you know. So I do, I do sympathize with that. Um, look, I mean, you know, Penny's kids. I mean, they're not, they're not their dad. You know, I mean, Jaden was never on any uh, mock drafts at all. Just as an example, so it's uh, it, it can be a, it can be a complicated. Uh, thing to have to deal with but i think ron has handled it very well yeah i think so with the pressure the outside noise what you are what people are the doubts they already have made up in their mind about you before they even saw you yep he went out and he earned what he got and 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 again it sort of feels like lebron's taking that now he tried to fast forward it um just need to look in the mirror man yeah You, you let him you let him let him bake a little bit let him be a kid so that's uh, that's that's advice there, and it's obvious that the kid needs more time. Absolutely. So, we'll see what happens. Next story. All right. Uh, two weeks ago, you and Paul Young met with local gang members. Don't put me in there. I, I, oh, you did not go on this meeting. No. If okay. he'd invited me, though, I would have. I would have. I just. I just stood there and listened because uh, I'd have sure been interested in what was said. But I, I saw. I, I read this story. Go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 in it. I think it's uh, it's an interesting one for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Paul Young met with local gang members through the help of two uh, of the city's violence intervention programs uh, about two weeks ago to talk about what is driving them to engage in violent lifestyles and what can be done to get them to stop. Um, He said, I'm reading this according to the Daily Memphian, it was a great conversation. My ask of them was to have a seven-day ceasefire, and they were willing to do it. Uh, According to Young, gang members acknowledged challenges in engaging in violence, particularly that rival gang members were not in the room with them to have those discussions. Uh, Paul Young said that the gang members' feedback was that they, the, 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 the ops would need to agree to put their guns down as well, uh, and they, that they, they went on to talk about how they lack in their respective communities like activities for youth and jobs, spoke to the need for more mentors and others that can come into the community and speak directly. Now, I did uh, misspeak. Uh, Jim Strickland did meet with gang members in meetings set up through this program, uh, and 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 so I. It's not the first time this has happened. So my apologies. I did not realize that, but it has happened before, um, and 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 clearly, you know, didn't necessarily resonate that time. Um, any reason to think it would now? Um, I, it, it a little different in this sense, and, and I'm glad you you know. Because, because I, I would have assumed too that that Jim had not. It's it's good that he did. I do think there is a difference between Jim Strickland going in there and asking and Paul Young, because as the story indicates and as 
some of those uh, those gang members mentioned, it's different when somebody that looks like you is coming into that neighborhood. Somebody is positive with the energy and the optimism for this city uh, as Paul Young. So it's it's a little bit different vibe. We all, we all get that when Paul Young comes in town. And again, those young folks are looking up, wow, the, the mayor of Memphis is here to talk to us and he looks like me. So there, there might be a difference again in sort of the, the receiving of that message and the ask itself. Like how willing you're, you're, you are to do you are to do it if you are those gang leaders. Uh, I appreciate it because ultimately it, it, it's we said it. Paul Young can't fix this by himself. We said that during the election, that the crime issue in our city. But what I appreciate is the effort to go in there, roll your sleeves up and do it on a firsthand basis. A lot of times of these are, you know, they're for the news clips. You go in, uh, you kiss a baby or whatever else. You say, yeah, I support this. And then you move out of there. You know, this this feels like a real attempt to me to back up sort of what you've said, what your plan has been, you know, to to attack crime uh, in a way that other cities, he says he studied what other cities have done. And so I appreciate the action. Again, we can talk about belief level where we think it'll make a difference or not, whether it's a day, whether it's two days, whether it's seven days, you ask them for two weeks, ask them for a month, whatever it is. Uh, I appreciate the effort in doing so and hope that this isn't like, you know, like I said, like a symbolic gesture. My feeling is, no, he's really trying to make a difference here and get some actual, you know, difference on the ground. So we see some difference in the numbers day to day with this kind of ask. I mean, you go right to the, you know, in some cases, the source of some of this stuff. So I appreciate what he's doing. Again, you asked me, it didn't really answer your question. Do I think it'll work? Do I think our murder rate's going to go down now, you know, as a result of the meeting? I hope so. But again, that's a... you know, that's all. Um, that's not on Paul. It's not on Paul to to get this. It's on the police force. It's on going out into the community and and showing that you mean business and not just words. And again, like like we said, it in some cases it's on us. Man, not letting these guys back out of jail on these bonds that are ridiculous. I just saw another one uh, yesterday where guys out, um, you know, paid his bond that that should have been much higher and uh, out committing more crime, man. So I mean that that's the whole damn system. So that that ain't all on Paul, but I appreciate again the effort at the grassroots level yep. to go to the streets, yeah, and say I'm going to try to attack it right here at the roots. I mean, it's, it's just it's just effort, right? It's just it's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, you can talk the talk and you can walk the walk. It seems like Paul's trying to back it up and walk the walk here. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an insidious situation, insidious issue that's going to require lots of different approaches. Um, but again, I didn't. I didn't realize Jim Strickland had tried. I didn't realize he had done the same thing. So I, I, I agree with what you're saying in that it, it, the message could be sent and could resonate more from Paul. Yes, I, it could. Young black man. Yes. And folks in that community that look like him see him. Yes. So, okay, I'm gonna. I'm doing. And what you need really is accountability on each street. Like you need those right. OG. You need those old heads looking out and saying, No, 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 we're not doing it that way. Right. And grabbing up the young ones. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Police can't do that. That's right. the street sort of taking some accountability here no, true. and saying we're going to be better. And it's going to take the old guys, the older ones, if you got any chance, yes. to convince the young ones of that. Paul's going right at them. I will say though, it just, it just, it, it, it. It it hits me a little uh, less effectively when I read that Strickland tried as you know what I'm saying like because that was what well, this oh. ain't the, yeah what the idea that Paul's the first mayor that's gone into the that's was, kinda, was crazy anyway what I, yes I mean that's yeah that's yeah, kind of no, what I, I mean thought. that's we we've seen that all over the country where you go into the streets yeah and literally go in pleading and begging can we stop so because you're willing to do whatever you have to do at this point. And again, it's it's one thing to attack it just with your your criminal justice system. It's another thing to try to go in there and change hearts and minds. This is an attempt to do such and appreciate from Strickland and hopefully, you know, from Paul the 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 message will resonate 
uh, more loudly and clearly. Uh, but yes, look, and more ter- effectively. I mean, in terms of uh, you know, I mean, it, these are rational things. You know, it's 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 activities for young people. It's jobs. It's it's investment in the community, right? I mean, it's it's. it's now I know people will see. Oh, okay. you, why are you negotiating with gang members? You know, like that's kind of what you'll see. Um, and I could listen to both sides of the aisle here, but you have to sort of also be realistic about you know your your city and your situation. You know, and you have to try to um, attack it at the root. You know, and have re- re- human conversations, right? Yeah. That's really all you can do and start from there, and maybe it helps and maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But it doesn't hurt to, to at least approach it and try it, and that seems to be uh, what Paul Young is doing. So uh, read that up at the Daily Memphian. Next story. Saw this news all over yesterday. Ryan Clark agreeing to stay at ESPN after uh, after some initial contract negotiations that he had, he had sort of made public. Um, Previous contract ran out days before the Super Bowl, but the two sides have agreed to extend it. You said you got those numbers too, right, John? I'm not reading from a story. I think you said you'd seen them since our show started. I'm not reading from a story that's got them. But what I would tell you, and, and you know how we, if you've listened to us, you know how we feel about Ryan Clark. Uh, like him. He's he's one of the best at ESPN. There's no question about it. Got Not above, certainly, uh, uh, criticism, though. Because remember the Tua thing that we didn't like so yes. much, where it kind of poked fun at, at Tua's conditioning size, maybe threw in a little bit of a, some misleading uh, info too, where we thought. But but Ryan came back out and and was completely, uh, uh, you know, uh, what he should be, admitted responsibility for it, uh, was accountable, said he did wrong. I mean, he's he's one of the bright stars at ESPN, and I'd put him on. I'd put him on there with. Mina Khan's on that list, too. I like Dan Orlovsky. I, li- I like uh, Spears. I think they've got a great crew right now. I know that Ryan has sort of, uh, you know, he's br- he's branched out. Not sort of, not at all. The the Pivot is doing very well. Uh, his podcast that continues to get big guests over and over. Um, so he's doing, a, you know, more in terms of branching out than than the Orlovskis of the world or anything else. I think there's more talent there. Love love his maybe it's just his age, but his old his movie references when he crosses over and uses the uh you know the metaphors from some movie, they're right up my alley in terms of, you know, the stuff he's usually referring to. And so I've always had an affinity for Ryan Clark and thought uh he should be, you know, well compensated at a, at a place like ESPN. I think he brings a lot. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, uh, two million a year is what two, Outkick two, that's right. uh, reported. Uh, two M's a year. Mina Kimes uh, signed a contract that's worth one point seven million a year. So um, whew, that is that is really expensive for Talking Heads. I gotta tell How you, how much does Van Pelt get? I don't know. I bet he's up there around six or seven. If if Stevens making eight, you think that he you think he makes more than them? 
Van Pelt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. He he does a show nightly that six, everybody's six watching. Mil, six mil per year for Scott. Man, I was de- I was dead on. That was a guess because I think Steve's at eight or around that. But Van Pelt's on every night. He puts a show together. I mean, that's he deserves it. Mina and Ryan are coming on your show as analysts. Does that make makes sense? That that Scott's way up there, you know, around six. But I'm but I'm just how how good is Scott Van Pelt? Is he worth six million? That, that's really where I was going with that. Probably I mean, I would, not. I would, yeah, but in terms not, of the yeah. load you're carrying for ESPN, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a we lot. We get of... into is Stephen ain't worth eight million, but you think about all the social media impressions and everything they do when they're you know ESPN, all the first take stuff. Like Stephen is a lot of that. Yeah. So you know, it, that, in terms of why he's paid as much as he is, well, he you, yeah, he's, he's all over everything they do now. Right. He's indispensable. No question about that. For but now. Van Pelt. Is not that level, right? We we agree on that. Uh, yes. Even though he's smart, fantastic. Yeah, I mean he's good at what he does. Yeah. But I, you know, and I, I know he has a, a a lot of fans and and uh, but you know, if I was in charge of, if I was in charge of talent management and and, and salary, you know, we'd have to really come back to the table with a lot of these men <laughs> because I'm just saying, like Disney is in a is in a mess financially, right? I mean, the stock's a hundred bucks. A share, which is you know significantly down. It's not just ESPN. Well, it's that damn Pat McAfee deal we had to do to I, appe- I, appease your people. I, look, yeah, I I would say you know, but again, I don't have the that numbers in us. front of me. Uh, I don't know exactly what his his show generates, so I would need to know that. I mean, it's all a math question, right? I, he's I think he make more than all of them. Isn't he? It, it's it's a math question. It's what do you what can you generate for the company? That is your leverage. The money that you generate for the company is your leverage. It's not about how many Twitter followers you have. It's not about how many likes and retweets you get. It's about ultimately what do you bring into the network. And you know, I I would imagine for like Stephen A. Smith, that number is going to be way more, and that's why he gets the most. You know, for Pat, I assume he's doing he's bringing in something. He ain't, they didn't give him the the money that they gave him for fun, like. And I'm not even I'm not even trying to like. But like, what is Mina Kimes bringing into the network in terms of revenue? You know, Mina's awesome. You back off. She's great. Money. She's great. But I'm talking about really smart re- revenue generation. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Because in the end, here's the truth: if if and, th- and this is just the reality of the the sandbox that we play in. If you and me have the number one rated show, okay. And I'm not saying that this would exist because it would sort of be a paradox. But if you and me have the number one rated show and we kill it and we crush it without fail every single month. But we don't have any advertising dollars attached to us. We're just as dispensable as the guy that is is, is at the bottom of the pack. There's no difference, you know. Mm, thank you for breaking that down for me. Well, because no in, difference. The, in the end, you're not bringing in revenue in this scenario, right? right? And, and because you're going to want to be paid because you're producing number one, number one, number one, number one. But you're not. They don't do anything for me. You know, if NFL Live does does well on ratings, that, that you know, I mean, yeah, it's going to lead I, it, it, ideally to more advertising. But there's a world where it, it, that's just because it's the NFL Live show. Yeah. It's not because of who's on it. You, you could put Huey, Dewey, and Louie on NFL Live. It's, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like that would be. I would like to explore that, as a matter of fact, and I'm going to look into those books <laughs> for ESPN and Disney, and we're going to make. Some why plans. are Why are you all over the ESPN cap? Well, salary cap because ESPN is a drag okay. on Disney. That's why they can't wait to spin it off. They want to be out of the ESPN business. Is that true or false? Not to mention rights fees. They do want to be out. I believe. Try I mean, to separate. I, I think generally speaking, at 
at that level, most people are probably replaceable. That's just what I think. I don't think Stephen A. is replaceable. I think he is just so entrenched with everything they do that he is the guy that, like, undeniably cannot afford to lose. Like, Mina Kimes is super smart. She's great on NFL. But if she left ESPN for the ringer tomorrow, that's going to hurt Mina Kimes a lot more than it hurts ESPN. It's just the truth. Okay, I'm not going to push back on that. Right? I mean, it's, and that's probably, again, I think that's true of mostly everybody. I mean, we can go down the list of. Well, I mean, they don't miss he- Keyshawn. Yeah, Keyshawn is irrelevant now. And he's on TV he's, he every on, day. He went on Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on TV every single but we day. Don't, you know, we don't miss him. Yeah, like um, ESPN is is a bloat. It's it's an air horn, man. I mean, it's it's for most people, it does more for them than they do for it. Who is the greatest sports center anchor of all time? We know that Scott's paid six million. Is right now they're number one. Um, Who's the best they've had? Probably wasn't paid six million. I don't know. I'm just a bad person to ask. Uh, I mean, I Dan Patrick. Dan was good. I mean, I, I've always had a soft spot for John Bucci Gross. Stewart. Stewart. OG. Made his own way. Yeah, he he'd did. Be, he'd be up there. You talk about yeah. I mean, Stewart kind of changed the culture a little bit of He it. did. He did. Yep. There's a way we do he it. Deliver it. Yeah, he'd be up there. Um You don't have any you don't have any uh thoughts on Bucci Man? Bucci Man. I I like Bucci Man's wit. That's what he's all about. But his expertise, which is hockey, is yeah. not is not my that's true. It's not my bag. But he can do anything. So, he can do ter- anything. But Bucci can do anything. He's very clever. Uh, this list has Scott Van Pelt, number eight. Keith Olbermann. Don't really remember Who used him. to like to mix it up. Yeah. Number seven, Stuart Scott, six. Linda Cohn, five. She's still working, by the way. She's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. Uh, Kenny Main, number four. Rich Eisen, three. Forgot about Rich, who went mm-hmm. over to NFL Network. John Anderson. Isn't that a guy you like, John? Number two. I like two. John Anderson, yeah. And then number one, the great Dan Patrick, as I yeah, mentioned earlier, was so, was was a, a recent list. I think this one was Bleacher Reporter. Yeah, I like John Anderson for sure. Do you remember Craig Kilborn? No. Okay, I do. Went on to like star in some movies or something. Yeah, didn't he? or do it's kind a, of a comedian type yeah, deal. Feels yeah. like it fell off a little bit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are some of the old school ones. Who is your favorite? Like, who, when they're on, like, who do you have to watch on ESPN now? No, you said the right thing there in terms of you couldn't, you're not going to miss anybody except Stephen A. Maybe Van Pelt because you're going to have to, I mean, he's your number one. But after that, it gets thin. It, uh, it does. In terms of who I got to see. And that's just the nature of the Cause, beast. Because some people will tell you, college football fans will tell you maybe Herb Street. Okay. Because he is the face of yep. their coverage. For me, I think Herb I'm, Street's good. I'm, I mean, Herb Street is good on college football. He is. I'm not. I don't have to. I don't. I don't tune yes. in for Herb Street. I tune in for yes. the show. Yes. But I think most of college football tunes in for Herb. They love and, Herbie. Like I like. For, you put example, him on a big like, game. I just. I just feel it's a little different. Um, you know, for an NFL game broadcast as opposed to like, like entertainment coverage on. Like I miss Al Michaels. Okay, and I think Tariko does a really good job, but I miss Al Michaels oh, on Sunday night. Tariko's fantastic. I miss but, he, Al but he's but I, Tariko's I, good. I wish they he's were really good. I just wish they were flipped. And I know that you know Al kind of uh, you know took the took the money. Yeah, but I mean I miss Al on Sunday nights. You know, not again. Not that I think Tariko is great. I think he's really freaking good. 
But it's like that's where I feel a, an absence more so than like, oh, if somebody leaves ESPN's network, like remember like Lindsay Zarniak? No, you don't remember Lindsay Zarniak. I actually because, do. Yeah, I actually do. But you see what I'm saying? Because I watch sports and I'm, Yeah, but I'm like she's gone and like the, the world turns. And, and, and look, that's true of here too. I got one more I'm going to throw at you. Mike Greenberg. You know I tune in for yep, it. Yep. You don't. I do not. But I think many do. He is yeah. one of their right. He's he's got to be on that high paid list too. Uh, he is one of because he because he does get up and then he does the radio show for him right after. So he's got to be up there in that you know, but somewhere between the the you mentioned it, the Mina Kimes and Ryan Clark's, but then closer to the Scott Van Pelts and and Stephen A. Smiths. And yeah. he's a. You asked who I would miss. I think I would miss Green Greenberg. Okay. And the way you know the way he sort of. Host, yeah. host that that show. Now look, I, I'll also six point five mil for Greenberg. Figured by he the was way. up there, but that I, makes sense. I'll also volunteer, as you guys know, that I don't really watch a ton of the 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 in between day coverage. You know, I I've always enjoyed PTI. You know, I'm old school. I'm an old school guy like that. Like I'm 32 years old when I was a kid. I would watch PTI and Around the Horn and all that stuff after school every day in middle school. You know and uh, that's that's what I kind of grew up on. So there's always the, the the nostalgia factor for me with most of this stuff. Um, you know, I don't I don't really consume much else. But you know, look, the media business is is uh, is unforgiving. So the idea that Ryan Clark get two million dollars to talk about NFL is like congratulations. You know, that's a that's an amazing thing because this business will chew you up and spit you out, and you will be replaced like nothing else. And look, eventually he probably will be. Somebody will come in and saying, I'll, I'll do it for eight hundred. You know, and they'll say, well, why are we paying Brian Clark $2 million? <laughs> You know, like, let him go to Fox. Let him try to figure that out. You know, that's just the way that the business works, man. Randy Scott? No. He's great. He's fine. Underrated. He's fine. No, he's great. You don't have to pay his salary. Who's my other guy? No, I'm saying, these. Are, now I'm going underrated. One of the gems okay. of the place that doesn't get enough love. Okay. Randy Scott and the guy he does the uh, the early show with now, I can't think of his name, newer kid. Um, they do a great job together. There's an old chemistry with them too. Throws me back to the old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, Thanks for the cosign on Randy Scott there. Yeah, I, I it's very not- clever dude. Came out of Boston, I think. Yeah, no, I'm reading it well. Different places: Boston, Fort Myers, previously sports director, and yeah, he worked his way up. You know, I didn't hear you say Eve's on the list. Damn it! I mean, no love for a line. He's like you know, guy worked his way up. Yeah, like I, you know, he's came fine. out of, as he'll tell you, Lexington, not Memphis. Fool, couldn't stand my time there. Yeah, like I just, I just, and it, I'm kidding, Eves. I don't believe. I, I think it's hard. But that is the vibe. I think I'm it's hard like, to make. This an was impact. a stop for Eves, and we understand it. He was right. destined for greatness. I think it's hard we, to make an impact nationally at a place like ESPN. You, if you think it's easy, I think it's probably hard. I think it's hard to stand Eves out. Eves has done a really good job branching out to he can anchor their golf coverage yeah because he plays a lot of it knows the game real well too those it stars and everything else also now i think some of their ufc stuff he can do as well yeah so like you say he's done a great job of having his hand in a lot of pots right and that making making yourself useful yes um that's the that's the challenge like in memphis it's obviously easy to make an impact because it's your it's your you, you know you live here and it's a local thing so if you talk authoritatively and have things to say about the local teams you'll make an impact but how do you do it at the national level when everybody's smart, you know, everybody's good, everybody in the local media landscape is not good, okay? Like, it's just, this is the truth. Like, some of y'all, I'd be like, wow, it might have been time to go pro in something other than sports a while ago. But here we are. 
at the national level, it's everybody's great. Everybody went to Syracuse and everybody went to, you know, UCLA and everybody got a high, you know, profile degree and they got references and everybody knows, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's the, that's the piece of it that I think I do is like, you know, so if you can, if you have broken uh, apart in any way, like I, I, you know, I give me and Kimes has done that. Ryan Clark has done that. Yeah. Um, you know, Mad Dog has done that. I think in some ways he's kind of come in and, you know, established himself as a voice, you know, on, on that show, at least. I don't know if it would work outside of that, but I think his hits are entertaining. But he's a radio guy. He's a he's like a crazy guy that's going to talk about dropping gummies and betting on. Betting. If, if you're not careful, that's where you're headed. What, mad dog? A mad dog type. I mean, maybe so. And always screaming and yelling. Yeah. And going on rants. Yeah. I'm and not you, quite as doing, high strong as he is. But the rants are getting... Yeah. More numerous. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's probably fair, for sure. But now he's carved it. He's a radio legend, John. Who has, I mean, who's been solid on that show? It's a little bit too much wine. I think for him to come Whining in. and screaming. Well, okay, for him to come and, in. And as with a, Stephen A. already screaming, but that Stephen A. wanted him. But, well, that's and I guess true. it matches up in a way, but it's, now I got too much yelling. One day Stephen's yelling and Mad Dog's yelling. Yeah. And I'm changing the channel. Yes. Any former players at ESPN? like it, it, Spears is great. Like, uh, yeah, what about NBA? I like Rivers. I think Rivers has come in and Young been pretty Austin. good. Young Austin. Yeah. Oh, big fan of, uh, who's my guy with the, uh, Jamal Crawford, right? My, that's who's on ESPN, right? Or is that TNT now? You know what I'm talking about? Jamal Crawford. He's smart. Yeah, I know him. They had him on with, uh, they had him on during All-Star Weekend. Yes, Jamal Crawford is doing an awesome job. You guys don't know your announcers very well. Again. I could, I could how unsure you were, I could tell, I could sense it. Jamal Crawford's doing a fantastic job as a young analyst in the NBA now. He always strikes me as a deer caught in the headlights when he's wa- watching the camera, like a little... Jamal? Not, yeah, I, I, I'm not as, Sometimes I'm gets, not as big on he, Jamal. He gets caught up in the, I think, the technical side of it is like, well, where am I supposed to be? But, like, but, he doesn't... But he acts like he's not out, on. What's coming out, he usually does... I like his uh, I like his insight, usually. Um, trying to think of other NBA guys for them, but that's... I think we've hit the big one. I like Ken- Charles and those guys. Kendrick, you know, sometimes I love him, sometimes I hate him. Yeah, I've kind of Parkins, just, I've, but he's gotten a bag from ESPN. He is, yeah, he's carved out his niche for them. He's their Charles it's, Barkley, yeah, and that's what he does. He's it's, <laughs> it's run its course for me. Yeah, me too. But Austin looks good so far. He looks like good, what yeah. I've seen from him so far. Agree. Yeah, I think Kendrick's Kendrick's got. I think he gets three hundred a year. We didn't talk about how much we, we love Reddick. We didn't talk about it. Now he's gone a little whiny here. Yeah, lately, yeah. We, we love what Reddick brings. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, like uh, the the TNT guys are sort of a separate. Deal all together. Yeah, they're their own thing. Yeah. Um, because that's one show on on that network, right? Like it's that that's it. That's where Jamal, I think, is. He's not yeah. with ESPN. He's with with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say I would say Chuck is probably the among the most indispensable. Like like who's more indispensable, Chuck or Stephen A? It's very close for me, right? Like because if you remove either one of them from what they're doing, it's like a gigantic absence. Stephen A is more so because. I think you put Draymond in that Chuck seat, and yeah, early on, but you'll be just fine. There's no obvious you Stephen would end A replacement. Just fine. There is no Stephen A replacement. Right. That's interesting. Yep. What about both, uh, both huge voids? Yeah. But I'm going to go Stephen A. Is bigger than Charles. What about Ernie? Unsung hero of that show. Could you just stick somebody in there, or or they're already getting that one kid ready? Lefko. 
That's his name. I thought it, maybe it was Green something, but yeah. yes, it's Lefko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting him ready, don't but you? But he's see not. It? He's not even close. And to he the thinks same. he's so style and a profile, you know. Yeah. But he's gotten better. I think, and Ernie, they're grooming him for it. But I think Ernie, Ernie's like, getting old. He is getting old. He is. And that man's lived a tough life. Got the the special needs son. Yes. Yeah. So they're grooming Lefko for it. No, I, I think he'll be Lefko. A little too chummy though. What about Shaq? Little, little force. What about Shaq? So I'm with you, Ernie. He, he ain't. He, he's no Ernie. What are we just going down the list? Or you just, Shaq is Shaq. It's like Charles. You yeah, put up I just it, I just want to go down the list. You were thinking of uh, Jared Greenberg, I think, is the guy. I think maybe so. Greenberg is, he's in the mix there at TNT and does a little but, bit of reporting. I think he's right that it's Lefko that is the guy. Lefko's their yeah, age. No, the studio host. Guy. Greenberg's yeah. the sideline guy. So it's, it is, it's Lefko that I was Lefko. thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the next Ernie. Not as good as Ernie. Well, you also Shaq, McAfee is Shaq, listed. you got to have Shaq. A listener chimes in about McAfee and one. I'm just going to let I'm just going to let John weigh in. It's still so new. It's still we, it's hard we to We understand know why it's I don't, I don't think I don't ESPN think Pat is, trying, is they're trying to draw in the younger audience. Pat is not indispensable to ESPN. He I don't even I don't I almost it almost feels like he's there you know renting space. He's just right. sort of renting the the inventory. It doesn't really feel like oh he is oh, say the Ernie lost that song. Somebody's telling me I hope that. Oh, was. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And I had not seen that update. I know that, that was that story I was just a tearjerker. Yeah, and, but like ESPN and, 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 and Pat are not a synonymous brand for me. Like it just feels oh, like that, that, that's yeah. who that's who bought the rights to the show, and that's where it's airing currently. You know, and that's kind of and he has game day stuff, whatever. But that's really all there is to it. You know, um, but interesting, interesting. Uh, you did, know. did you want to go local down the list in terms of Channel Five Three, or you? I don't. You, do I don't you think know that's enough? Where. And did you want to do any salary cap action on them? <laughs> Or you want to just we'll keep it national today? Well, maybe hit local tomorrow. I think if we're going to do the local thing, you could just this started with Ryan Clark's contract. My, my, we, my we, default we setting would be you could just kind of clean house. Would be my uh, default <laughs> setting. Stop. Uh, the the only the only reporter that I acknowledge uh, in television news is Kate Bieri. She is the only one. Uh, she's incredible at what she does. Uh, just the the foresight for her to reach out to me and feature me is a decision that I think will pay dividends for her news judgment for years to come. That was the betting segment, ladies? Yes. Yeah. She, she deserves a raise, uh, in fact. I think she deserves a raise from her people down there. And I know I know that the Fox 13 uh, powers that be often do listen to the show. Yeah, shout out to her. Uh, and I think uh, I think there are two people down there that need raises expeditiously. Uh, it's Kate Bieri and it's Ben Hogan. Uh, both of those underappreciated, undervalued, no question. And I'm hearing some rumors, you know, job offers coming in, you know, by the minute. So might want to get on that. Might want to get on. I yeah, I, I, I truly don't think Kate will be here much longer. If she hadn't already turned stuff down, right? She you don't is, think you she's don't think, fantastic. You don't think the number saves money for market the in America can hold on to talent? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, she's on her way up. Well, this Kate is, could go national. This is a good. This is a good place to settle down, brother. Y'all miss my guy Colin Cody over there, at Channel Three. Colin Cody, friend of John the show. John doesn't even know him. Oh, he's coming in. He's coming in. I've uh, talked to him. I've yeah. talked to him. Well, no, I know him. He's coming here and he's done. I follow uh, Colin Cody. I, do I follow Stop. Colin Cody. You do? Yes. Good for you. Hey. Now that's I rebuke that. Colin Cody had, the, I believe, the story about Elmore Park. He did before everybody. Well, else. What did he come in here and talk to us about that one day? What was that? I can't remember. Probably some Jaw did. That's, I think it was about Ja. Yeah, it was the Ja story. A ja acting a fool. He was getting right. actualities from that, y'all. That's exactly what it was. It was Ja, you know. I think uh, Colin Cody does a fantastic job over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, those guys. Not, still, again, they, we just said we're not doing local. You're, now you're opening the door. Wrong. You're opening Pandora's box. <laughs> Bro, I don't care about Pandora's box, man. I, I, I don't care who. 
I will say whatever. If you want me to weigh in on a subject, brother, I will weigh in on a subject, man. I don't have to play. I don't, I'm, I'm past the age of worrying about how to play politics, man. Nobody asking you to play politics. I do this show. I go home. All right? That's what I do. Period. I, and, I, and you go home to, and, and turn I, on Field of 68 with I, RC and, and right. Hansborough. And I'm standing, on, I'm standing on business, man. Now, what was I, I was going to say something. Oh, they, they, these guys on TV don't even get a chance anymore. They don't even get a chance. They don't even get a chance to let their talent show. I mean, I saw Colin, Colin Cody came on the other day. He's like, "Hey, this is Colin." And that was it. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> damn, Colin." Uh, they didn't even let him finish a no sentence. Time anymore. Like the hook on Apollo, the Apollo, and, and Fox 13 did away with their entire sports gone. Club. Exactly and, right. Gone. Exactly but, right. But Darcy and uh, and and Daryl read the sports stories that they have. No, I mean in all seriousness, they just roll through it. This gone. is this is a local sports television broadcast in 2024. Uh, you'll have the anchor and say, "All right," and, and for sports, we'll go down to to Colin Cody. Colin, he'll say. Thanks, X, Y, and Z. The Memphis Grizzlies, and that was your sport. Well, see, this is a- why nice this talk. is why Doc has done a great job of expanding his brand by doing those direct camera right in front of the face bits that he does on Twitter and X. Man, the, the, so he's expanded from that. Look, the reality is, is that you. It's true. You have to have a brand outside of you know your uh, four seconds that you're going to get now. You know, you get basically a Vine. Remember Vine? You're gonna oh, get, yeah. You, you get a Vine now. Uh, John Morant dunk. All right, that was your night in sports. You know, so it's like that's the you know that's an unfortunate thing because they like, don't do highlight packages. It's hard to move up now right. in sports because like, what's your what's your reel look like? Well, right. I mean, I got I got about forty five seconds I can show you, <laughs> you know. And I guess you know you can make something out of that, but it's changed, man. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? Oh, it definitely has. How many people used to be in like used to have Matt Stark in Fox thirteen? Used to have. Uh, was gas in there at the same time? I mean, yeah. you used to have like multiple people, and I'm just using Fox as an example because you not know you were shooter. No, uh, Barbie was over there at one point too, yep. I think, with all this. Yep, yeah, doing his with Kevin. Too. Yeah, Kevin now, Barbie, n- yeah. now they've got a they've got a shit zoo running the camera. What? Hello, they got a what? No, that was good. I almost hit it. Like they've got a shit zoo. That the dog. Yeah, it's like they've got they, they have like a, 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 a I didn't a, mean that literally. Company dog running around. They, they they put a camera on. They send it out to events and stuff. And there's like go get, go get some some B footage for us, some B roll. <laughs> That's the way it goes, oh, man. It's much different. Yeah. So um, mm. anyway, it's it's the landscape of of media today. Jessica saw the writing on the wall though. Like you know, she she got out there and went to the Grizzlies. Well, she got a, she got a good deal too. I mean, I don't think it, you know it, it 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 worked out pretty pretty perfectly for her. I mean, it was mm. just not. But yes, I think that if if if, if television news. Was just thriving, and everybody, you know, it was like, oh, well, you know, do I do I take that jump or do I, you know? But there's no I think question. Samaria turned it into a job at Nashville, didn't she? She moved up market. Mm-hmm. Samaria Terry from Channel Three. Okay. I think she's in Nashville now. Gotcha. So I mean, it you know, it still worked for her. Gotcha. There are still folks climbing. Yes, it's possible. It's just out of news to local news department, sports department. It's just harder. Yeah, it's harder. Harder it's to spread harder. your wings, much man. Harder. Much harder. You know, it is. Um, but uh, congrats to Ryan Clark and John everybody Lee. else. John will break down all the talent at Channel Three tomorrow. Yeah, I will Make go sure down. Make sure you tuned in. I'll go down the way. Well, we already did Channel Three, so we got to move to five tomorrow. Five, excuse me. Yeah, no, I know you. Yeah, you only. Uh, Colin Cody's the only thing Channel Three. Isn't he the only Sadie? Oh, of course, Sadie. Say a freaking staple. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the rock. But see, see what I'm talking about when I say Pandora's box. Now you got to go through all of yes. them. Yes, never mentioned. And so that's why I said yeah. save this for tomorrow. Tease it. We'll break down local media tomorrow. I, I thought I'm sure with your takes, why Sa- wouldn't they? Tune Sadie in? was above reproach. We 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 you know he's a staple. No, he's a rock. So you know he's just he's been there for forever. Yep. You know he we we don't need to a- analyze his a uh, long line really of great 
uh, WREG sports directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Sadie comes from. Yes. Five and following Carver and yep. yes. them Lapidus, obviously. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll do five tomorrow, and then we'll obviously no need to do 13. <laughs> and then uh, local Memphis. 20, <laughs> 24. We got one there? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we because we, we lost uh, Avery. Dude went to Omaha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. My guy Avery. Yes. Yeah. They're saying yes. I and don't they know. Don't who know. The dudes. Avery. Yeah, they, Avery Brack. Clayton, 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 yeah. Clayton Collier. I thought he. I think he, he left. Gone, Brad. He left, bro. That's how he went to Omaha. That's the yeah, guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Don't in uh, Avery's over there. I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Name the sportscaster. Yeah. <laughs> Does this local station have y'all, a sports do, y'all, do do si- y'all don't do watch 24 <laughs> slash 30. No, y'all I just don't, don't. I don't. They watch, have it the hardest because y'all don't know none of them. I'm look. I that, look. I ransom, raise my hand. Ransom. I raise my oh, hand. Of course, ransom. Yeah. But I'm, I just mean the younger reporters. Yeah. What else they got? I raise. My, I don't watch television news, bro. I don't. I don't watch TV at all. So it's like I'm. Don't take this as a slight for me. No. You know, I wouldn't take it as a slight if somebody said, well, I, I don't listen to the radio. I get it. I understand. So I don't, don't, don't take it as a, uh, you know, as I'm trying to, uh, I, if I was trying to insult anybody, believe me, you would not wonder if I was trying to insult anybody. Right. I just, I'm not a consumer. I'm not a consumer of television news. I am. You know, you're, you love, you, it's in your blood, bro. That's what you, you know, we didn't have TVs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't have we didn't have anything like that. We had, we had we had like you know get up to the radio like Eisenhower. You know what I'm saying? If <laughs> if, if it even worked, but you know with the fireside chat. You know who's irreplaceable? Joe Birch. Yes. Change, change that brand and see if it's the same. It won't be. Right. But eventually he is going to retire. I mean, it's not going to be a replacement thing. It's just going to be. A we won't watch. Well, mm. I won't. Yeah. I'll watch for Doc. There yeah. you go. There you go. I enjoy his his sports cast. Yeah, so Friday Night Lights too. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the that's the gambit here with the local media, and we'll continue this conversation. That. That was a nice break, tomorrow. Very thorough. Uh, anyway, uh, Jeff Calkins, speaking of Staples, will join us at one twenty-five. So. Talk to him about Memphis and more. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm trying to find ESPN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 